Hi, everyone. Welcome to Believe's very first podcast episode. We're very excited to be here today uh, in a second. Right now, we are going to introduce ourselves. We hope you enjoy. Thank you. Let's introduce each other. My name is Alfredo. I know my pasta. You know, like the sauce, because everyone likes to get a little bit of sauce in there. Um, I'm 29. I am newly in a relationship, which is, I'm actually super excited. So cheers for that. Um, cheers. What? We've been moving to San Francisco for five years, which has been kind of a great, tragic, sad, and lovely story of awful at once. I don't know if that's the perfect way to say it, but I think that throughout the five years that I've been able to be in San Francisco, I've made a lot of big fans, including one of my best friends, Dina, which is on here on the podcast, and also Sal, who's also joining us on the podcast. So it's going to be a great little trifecta uh, of relationship with everyone, right? So I am currently living in the Central Valley of California. Um, I live about three hours away from Dina and Alfredo, but I'm very excited to be a part of this podcast and just, you know, just have fun and kind of uh, share my my perspectives on mental wellness, uh, mental health and uh, wellness, you know, whether that's physical, mental, or uh, spiritual as well. Uh, recently, I just converted to Christianity, and so I'm learning a lot about, about God and um, I don't know if I'll, I'll bring that into the podcast, but um, yeah, I'm excited. Nice. All right. Uh, I'm Dina. I'm, what, 27? Going on 28? <laughs> um, I live in Oakland. I've been here for about five years now, and I've really enjoyed my time over here. Um, and pretty much everybody's like summed it up. We the main thing about this podcast and what we we, we want to do is um, just have like honest conversations about mental health, mental wellness, uh, overall well-being, and just talk about how we're doing um, in like in an unfiltered manner. So we're all kind of just here gathering to do that today. I, I felt like, for instance, personally, and maybe if, if it's okay if I start with my experience, I don't know if that's okay with you guys. So go, cool. go for it. Yeah. So, I mean, being, you know, I, I was actually kind of doing some cool research and stuff like that. And um, there was this thing I saw yesterday, a post on Instagram. Mind you, I'm scrolling like at 3 a.m. in the morning. And I saw this thing that said how it's so tragic that as an immigrant, and I consider myself an immigrant, I came up here as an immigrant, born in Mexico, raped in the U.S., but I came here as an immigrant. And like we have that immigrant mindset, you know, and it's kind of crazy because we give the self uh, the benefit of that, that we're going to get to it, we're going to get, like, we have what we need, but at the same time, we need uh, mental health, and we yeah. need to be able to talk to someone besides our family, our friends, and, you know, it's kind of hard because we have that engraved in our minds so badly that it's just kind of that situation where we, we stray away from going to a therapist or straight away from talking about our feelings, especially in men, especially in gay men. You know, it's hard because we don't do that. We don't do that at all. Our parents taught us that, well, we're going to get through it. We're going to fight through it. And it's going to be hard. And like, I recently have just seen, started, saw, I started seeing a therapist this past year. I have never felt so much mentally healthy and so much like happier with myself. 
then I am. Yeah. I, I am in a stable relationship. I am. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I was going to say, I, I, I think that's great. I don't, I don't think that's talked about enough. Um, I think, you know, we're all um, people of color um, on the podcast. And, and I think with, with our, within our own cultures, it's not widely talked about um, to discuss mental health and like seeking mental health services. So like, I'm really happy that you had that experience and, you know, um, really excited uh, that you're in a new anyway, relationship. <laughs> no, go for it. Yeah, I agree, you know, to that as well. Um, I came to the U.S. when I was 10. I came from Cambodia and, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the culture there, it's also, you know, we don't really recognize mental health as like a, a, a thing to be discussed. And, you know, the country went through a genocide in the 70s. So I grew up to, you know, parents and uh, relatives that uh, lived through this genocide for four years and they've lost so much, you know, and they were forced to live in uh, concentration camps uh, with forced labor and um, not much to eat, you know, like a day they got like two, you know, two small bowls of porridge, of rice porridge to, to, to live. And that was for, you know, four years. And uh, you would imagine that, you know, as they're going through all of that, um, it would affect their mental health a lot. And, you know, now my parents are in their uh, late 50s and um, they, we don't discuss about mental health at all. And, and that's something that I really uh, think we should uh, discuss. Yeah. You know, and, you know I, yeah. Go for it. Um, go for it. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. You know, it's, it's, so, it's so hard to understand or it's hard to believe, actually. It's hard to believe that our parents, I mean, I, I think I speak for all of us. Our parents, we're all within the same age range. Our parents went through this entire struggle to get us here, you know. We're at this entire, like, like place where we can live our dreams, be our authentic selves, and try to be happy, you know. And, and that's the key word, time. Because happiness doesn't just come in a bowl and serve to you on a pretty platter. It, like, you have to actually try, you know, to be happy and to try to do things for yourself is a very hard thing to do. And, like, our parents were shut down in this entire situation where they didn't have someone to tell them, go to therapy, talk your feelings out, be able to explore how you are feeling, you know? And, like, now, I, like, you know, as I myself have gone to therapy, and even my mom, which I'm pretty proud I'm pretty proud that it's not just starting with my generation, that she actually took time to understand and get to know herself and to go through her therapy sessions herself. And she's even been like, hey, what about you and I do like a, like a, a, a mother and son therapy session? Mm-hmm. And that is a big step. Yeah. That is, that is a genuinely big step, especially with parents. Grew us up in such a struggling era. We were struggling mentally, financially, physically, in every single step of the way, I think. <laughs> we all cry every once in a day, maybe twice, but the fact that our parents can do that, or that actually my mom was able to do, acknowledge the fact that she needed to go to therapy, yeah. kind of a big step, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that speaks volumes. I don't, I don't think that we hear that enough um, about uh, parents um, 
addressing that they want to seek mental health services, uh, not just on their own, but with like with their children too. I, I think that's like really amazing that you get to share that experience with your mom. I think for myself, like I didn't find anything like that um, until I, I guess, created my friend group, you know, and, and, and I, I, I see that connection with, with you guys where like, I can openly talk about like mental health, where we're struggling, um, what we can do to support each other. Um, and we can have conversations about how we're feeling truly. And, and I think we've all shared with each other, like our experiences, um, through seeking mental health services and kind of talking about that experience, um, how that's been for us. And, because at the beginning too, like seeking mental health services, it's um, kind of scary. Um, interesting experience to really think about like, you know, I'm taking these steps because I care about myself and I want to feel good and be happy. Um, but I know for me, when I first started seeking therapy, I was like, whoa, like this is, this is such a big step, like uh, totally new. Um, I just, I just, did, I, it was a lot for me to process, but Overall, like, I'm really happy that I, I went through with it because I got to learn and work on a lot of, like, stuff about myself that I just was seeing come up in interactions with other people, former relationships. And I decided to, like, start to, to do the work with myself because I wasn't really happy with who I was at that time. Ooh. No, yeah, no, it takes a big step. Yeah. Wow. It definitely takes a big step. They did it to think that, like, everyone talks about therapy when they, they've gone to a therapy session because they found, like, a great therapist, you know? And it's, yeah. Like, and I thought for myself, that, you know, I was going to find my therapist at the first shop. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to go to therapy and I'm going to find me back. No, like, I remember the first therapist that I had was just kind of like a complete shit. And I'm like, you know, I'll totally <laughs> thank him for doing his job. But at the same time, like, Every single time that I talked to him, it made me feel like I was just like doing everything wrong. I just felt like I was being judged. And I understand mm-hmm. that's, that is, that's the job of a therapist. They kind of judge you in a way to make you understand. But it, it felt really bad to kind of go in there knowing that you have so many issues and so many trauma and stuff like that. And then have someone be like, no, no you're doing this wrong. No, you're doing that wrong. Like just pinpoint every wrong. And then it took me a while to just be like, okay, I need to go back. Therapy, I need to actually see someone and stuff like that. And now it's just like this therapist that I have. Like, I don't know about you, Nina, how you feel with your therapist, but like, I feel like if I, when I go to my therapist, I am happy to see this guy. Like, I am happy to be like, hey, Michael, what's up? How are you? How was your week? I even like try to like talk, you know, be more open and more like I, I see him as a friend. And I think that's also an important part about therapy is not just being there and being like happy with whatever you get, but actually trying to find someone that's going to make you happy. I don't know if that's what you feel. That's, that's my take point on therapy at this point. Yeah. Or I don't know about you, Sal. Well, I think you know, for for me personally, at least, um, I ha- I waited until you know I, I was struggling with something to seek uh, therapy, but um, I had an incident when you know something happened to me where I was like, I think I really needed therapy versus you know the past twenty seven years of my life where you know you just kind of have this mentality to to push forward and to stay strong, you know, and to to be well-rounded and that um, therapy was not really a thing for me to seek out for until, you know, something 
that really happened, that's when I needed to, to go to therapy. And I think, I think we all hit those points, right? Where like, we didn't really seek therapy until we were at that point of like, oh shit, uh, I am in a really bad headspace. I need to do something because what we're doing right now isn't working. I, I think I think that's like all a point I, where we're at, right? Like at least I know I had the same experience with Sal where I was in a really deep um, depression and was just really struggling to like get out of bed. I was really struggling um, to really do anything. Honestly, I was feeling really anxious about work um, and it hit a point where I just was like, I need help. I need help. I need to talk about my feelings and what I'm feeling and what I can do because, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm scared of what might happen if I don't try to help myself. Um, I don't yeah. Know. No, yeah. you, you, you a hundred percent hit it on like head on the nail. Like, um, I think that's, that's the same, but yeah. Um, I, I totally agree. I think it, I think it's such a stigma that we have to wait until something happens. Yeah. You know, like, it, like it, we've all gone through so much shit. Like, I, you know, you personally know what I've gone through. Sal, I know personally what you've gone through sometimes. Sal, you know, like we've, you know, that's a, that's the thing about our friend group. That's why I kind of. I'm so proud that we are this close-knit of a friend group because we understand each other's lowest points and we understand how it, we can get through it. Yeah. But how sad is it that we had to go through that point? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, definitely. And, and unfortunately for me, like, I felt really lucky um, that I did have you guys because I was able to, like, reach out to you guys and, and say, like, I feel really awful. I I think I need um, mental health services. And that's something that we all just like really openly talk about. Um, we were all really supportive of like, we need to do what we need to do um, to just feel happy because there's so much shit going on in the world. It, it's kind of hard for it not to get to you. Not, not just like with events happening, but like also in our own personal lives, navigating, coming from low-income backgrounds, um, growing up, um, experiencing many firsts, um, in our households. Uh, and that's scary in itself because we don't, we don't have like a, was it like a footprint of like steps we're supposed to take in life? We, we pretty much had to figure it out for ourselves. Um, and we've been through a lot. And even with that, we, we um, realized that like we, we wanted to take some steps to continue to like work on ourselves in, in life. Um, and obviously we like each other enough to start a podcast with each other, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, and go ahead, Sal. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I was just um, giggling because you know, I, I agree, you know, that um, it's great to have, you know, a group of friends who are willing to have open discussions about mental health and wellness versus, you know, typically a lot of uh, friend groups, or at least in my uh, previous friend groups, you know, when you discuss about certain things like this, 
some people could turn the other way, right, and start judging you and calling you uh, crazy and all of this. But it's important to have a good friend group that uh, you can trust. Um, and we like you can't say that for for everyone, right? Not everyone has that uh, support system, whether it's within their family or with their friends, to openly discuss these things because you know typically. Uh, we, we we feel like we will be judged and that's uh, a stigma that we need to get over yeah and, and- so thank yeah thank you no so that's really that's a great point that you make like um i've had that same experience of talking to friends they just kind of back away and you know um i mean right now uh I'm in, I'm in San Diego, I'm in, on my vacation, I'm enjoying my family time, but, you know, a lot of my friends know what I've been going through, a lot of my friends, or, like, you know, at this point, I can't even consider them to be part of my friend circle anymore, because it, it's sad to say, yes, we all go apart, we all have family, we all have things that we grow up and do, but, you know, there's, there's this saying there's this proverb and I'm, I'm not I, you know sound you know, like you talking about you calling christian um there's this proverb that says a real friend will stay there and the very end and a real friend will be there with you till the end and it's there's there's a difference between being there for till you till the end and being there with you till the end because a, a good friend will genuinely stick through the hardships the, the the good, the bad, the lows, the highs, whatever it be, they're going to be there. They're definitely going to be there for you at this point. You know, and it's hard to find people like that. Um, I'm back home right now. All of the friends that I grew up with, everyone that I thought was close enough to me, have not watched out, have not said hi, have not acknowledged the idea of care. And again, you know, it hurts a little bit, things, yes. But kind of makes me advise at people that you want to be involved. Like you said it yourself so well. You can tell someone how to speak first to react and that they walk away or go open their And that's how the friendship especially with going through as like, you know, being in mad mental say interfacity by whatever it be. That's not the kind of friend that you have the type of friend is like demon start a fucking podcast together. The three amigos, you could say, like they had each other in there through like each other's rough patches. But what I was saying is, how great is it that we can start something like this? Like our, our group of friends, like us three, I feel we felt not felt, we, we've gone through a great amount of discouragement, a great amount of encouragement, a great amount of everything that we can say that we are happy with each other. And I'm really happy to say that. And I'm really happy that I found you two. Dina, I found you at a three, three o'clock in the morning and you had a fucking zip on that. That is a story that we need to talk about. We're gonna we're gonna come back to that one later. Oh really? <laughs> at a later later episode. <laughs> the origins we'll of our friendship. That's funny really fucking amazing to do this. I can't wait for future episodes for us to kind of get to know each other a little bit more. Like that. Um, I'm happy that we're doing this. I hope that we get 
something out of it. You know, I say thank you again, Dina, for starting this. Um, I hope that we can continue this podcast a little bit at a higher range. And it's going to be, I feel like it's going to be with the pop-up and stuff like that. Um, I think that we could reach a lot of potential to help a lot of people with what we're going through. Yeah. Um, not just the, not as just friends, but also as like people who can reach out and seek help with mm-hmm. their mental state of mind and stuff like that. So that wraps up episode one of our very first uh, podcast episode. Uh, We really hope that you enjoyed it and that you stick around for future podcast episodes. Uh, We really hope to help build community and um, just go through life together. Because we did touch on some very dense topics, we do want to remind everyone about the suicide hotline. Help is available. Uh, To reach the suicide hotline, you can text call 988. Um, to speak to somebody. Once again, we want to say thank you for joining us on our very first podcast. Thanks, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Mm-hmm.